from digitiki.com. Why, it's one of those ancient tiki gods. Darling, don't spend the rest of the night outside. I'm getting a touch of hot fever. You're so right. I'm going to take you out in the jungle where it's nice and quiet. Welcome to the Quiet Village. Aloha, everybody, and welcome back to The Quiet Village once again. I know it's been a little while since my last episode, but that's because there's been so much happening here at the village and on the neighboring islands. One of the big pieces of news that I am very sad to report is the passing of the inimitable Ima Sumac. Uh, In case you have not heard the news, the voice of Ixtabe is silenced. Miss Sumac succumbed to a long illness on November 1st, ironically All Saints Day. Sad news indeed. Also happening at almost the same time was the performance, the live performance of Les Baxter's classic scores to two of his best albums, Tambu and Sacred Idol, at the University of Arizona in Tucson. I was fortunate enough to be present for those. Before we start, though, I'd like to give a mahalo shout-out to the quiet villagers out there on neighboring islands. Some bottles washed ashore last week with messages in them. And uh, mahalo to Cameron from Santa Rosa, California, Dave Fritz from St. Louis, St. Louis, and Bill at worldespionagebureau.com. I love that URL. So without further ado, let's get into the tunes here at the Quiet Village. As I stated, Miss Sumac passed on November 1st, so I raised my Mai Tai to Ima Sumac. And here is her classic tune from what many people consider the beginning of the, of the genre of exotica, the album Ixtabe. Here is the title track, Ixtabe, Lure of the Unknown Love, right here in the Quiet Village. Why? 
pedir que mi negra me quiero que tenga dinero y que no se muero ay te quiero pedir Sumac with a great tune, Babaloo, that was also made famous by Desi Arnaz, a.k.a. Ricky Ricardo. And before that was Ima Sumac with Les Baxter on uh, what can arguably be the creating album of Exotica, Ixtabe, The Lure of the Unknown Love, which is a great tune. Now, an interesting fact about Ima Sumac, she was rumored to be a Peruvian princess that was actually kidnapped and taken away from her village as a young girl. Now, whether or not that's true or not, I, I'm not sure, but the, the music of Les Baxter and Ima Sumac definitely promotes that with images of sun rituals and headhunters and the jungle and high priestess and all that. She was also rumored to be Amy Camus, a housewife from Brooklyn, and uh, I doubt that really was the case, but she actually was presented with an award from the city of Brooklyn, the keys to the city or something like that, and she accepted it. So she went along with the, uh, the PR because it really did work. Needless to say, uh, she had an amazing voice, an incredible range that a lot of people didn't believe until they actually saw her live, and she performed with symphonies uh, around the world and at the Hollywood Bowl and to sell out concerts, and she sold a lot of records. Sadly, she is gone. But her music does live on. We've got the music. And so now I'm going to play one of my favorite tunes from her album Mambo. This is Ima Sumac doing a tune with a funny name, but it's a great song because it really shows off her, her range. Here is Gopher Mambo.
What an amazing voice. Takirari, I guess that's how you say it. Takirari, I don't know. Uh, that's the name of that tune by Ima Sumac. Before that was my favorite tune, Gopher Mambo, which was a, a great tune. Now, one of the other big things happening in the Quiet Village recently that was actually somewhat related to Ima Sumac was the performance of Les Baxter's scores to the album Sacred Idol and Tamboo. Two of his uh, two of his biggest and, and and arguably his best known albums, Les Baxter worked very closely with Ima Sumac, and they together really created the genre that we know of as exotica. Les Baxter's work was different from Martin Denny in that it was big and orchestral, and uh, in fact, Martin Denny owes a lot of his success to Les Baxter because Les Baxter is the person who actually wrote the tune Quiet Village that Les, that uh, Martin Denny made famous. In fact, if you look on the albums for a lot of Martin Denny albums, you know, right under the title in parentheses, it'll have the, the author of the tune, it'll say Baxter. And that's because Martin Denny actually did quite a lot of Les Baxter tunes. And I was actually fortunate enough to be in the audience at this once-in-a-lifetime concert at the University of Arizona in Tucson on November 3rd, where selections from Les Baxter's albums Tambu and Sacred Idol were actually performed live using the original scores. And I was also fortunate enough to attend the concert with Jeff Chenault, also known as Jeff Central on Tiki Central, who was the foremost authority on Exotica, as well as Skip Heller, who is an accomplished musician in his own right and uh, was friends with Les Baxter up until his death. Also performing at this concert was Robert Drasnan, so it was, it was quite an amazing show to actually get to hear the scores to these um, Les Baxter tunes that had not been performed since their original recordings in the 50s, and then to also have the last half of the concert with Robert Drasnan and his orchestra playing. It was definitely a night of amazing exotica. So now I'm going to play a couple of selections from the Tambu album by Les Baxter. Here is Simba. Oh, my God. 
Oasis at Dakla, and before that, Simba, both from the Tambu album by Les Baxter, and both of those were the first and second tunes performed at the Exotica concert at the U of A in Tucson, where they were performed using the actual scores by Les Baxter. And I do want to give a big mahalo out to the person who was responsible for putting that concert on and was also the conductor, Keith Pollock. He's a really wonderful guy, and and I got to hang out with him a little bit and get to know him. He is in charge of the Exotica archives at the U of A. Now, in case you haven't heard about this, Les Baxter's, uh, his, his estate donated a huge portion of Les Baxter's musical archives, including the scores and recordings, etc., to the University of of Arizona, and recently Robert Drasnan donated a large portion of his music archives to the university as well. And also housed in this collection, there are uh, a, a big collection of classic Capitol recording artists, including the archives for uh, Nelson Riddle as well. So uh, the University of Arizona is starting this uh, uh, classic collection 
of scores and archives and including a big exotica portion in that. So I do want to give a big shout out to Keith Pollack for putting that together. And I want to encourage everyone to click on the link in your artwork window and visit the collection. You can see high-resolution scores actually handwritten by Les Baxter. It is quite an amazing thing. And drop an email to Keith or to the university and let them know that you really appreciate this archive and, uh, and the work that they're doing. It's very important. Now I want to play a tune that was actually the second part of the Les Baxter portion of the concert. It was from the album Sacred Idol, which actually is not just an album, it's a score to a lost Mexican movie that was never released. As far as I know, no prints exist. Here from Sacred Idol is Pool of Love. Thank you. 
Robert Drasnan from his new album, Voodoo 2. That was Moraean Moonbeams. And if you listen very carefully, there are lyrics to that, and they're, they're quite nice. And before that was Robert Drasnan from his first Voodoo album in 1959. I believe it was released in 1960, but recorded in 59, Chant of the Moon. An interesting side note on that, on piano for the original Voodoo album in, in, recorded in 59 was John Williams, believe it or not, the guy who did Star Wars and Jaws and all that. Yes, he was a session player for Robert Drasnan back in the late 50s. And of course, heading off that set was Pool of Love from the Sacred Idol album by Les Baxter. Once again, going back to the U of A concert, Robert Drasnan performed the last half of that concert with his orchestra, and it was really amazing to see him. Robert Drasnan, now in his 80s, still going strong. And the day after that concert, uh, uh, November 3rd, the day after he was flying to Virginia to be inducted into the Music Hall of Fame back there in his hometown. Big Big congratulations to Robert Drasnan for that in his 80s and still kicking with Voodoo 2. Now, I'm going to go back to an Ema Sumac tune. This is one you might have uh, heard. It was redone in more of a pop tune called The Lion Sleeps Tonight. Here is Ema Sumac with Weemaway as we head off into an extended set of fine, deep exotica here at the Quiet Village.
Jungalero by none other than Les Baxter, and before that was Weem Away by Ema Sumac, which was also redone as The Lion Sleeps Tonight. I'm sure some of you are familiar with that tune. You know, this is shaping out to be an episode of, of just Ema Sumac, Robert Drasden, and Les Baxter. Why not just go with it? Here, I'm going to finish off this, this hour with some great Les Baxter, Robert Drasden, and, and a little more Ema Sumac. Here's another Les Baxter tune from a wonderful album, Jungle Jazz. This is a great jazzy tune called Go Chongo.
Awesome. Deep Exotica, indeed. Once again, Les Baxter, one of my favorites. That is a tune called Taboo, and that was actually taken off of a very rare double CD compilation called The Exotic Moods of Les Baxter. And if you're a collector and you find yourself with one of those in your hands, definitely pick it up. It's very rare. Also before that was the original Quiet Village from Les Baxter's album Ritual of the Savage, or as it was also titled, Le Sacre du Sauvage. And in the middle of that set, Robert Drasden from his 59 voodoo album with Hindara. And kicking off the set, uh, once again, Les Baxter from his African jazz album with a great tune called Go Chongo. Love the saxes in that. Want to remind you that you can visit The Quiet Village at any time simply by going to digitiki.com and clicking on the podcast button where you can get a complete list of tunes and artists from this and past podcasts. It's that time once again, folks. My Mai Tai is empty, and that means our visit at The Quiet Village has come to an end. And even though she's no longer with us, sadly, her music lives on with us, Ima Sumac. And I'm going to play a really interesting, trippy tune. Here is a remix of Ima Sumac, a proof that she does live on in many different ways. This is one of my favorite tunes. Again, Go For Mambo, the Q Burns Abstract Message Remix from the Electro Lounge CD. This is a remix. It's a real trip, folks. Hold on to your seats. Aloha. <laughs> 